Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, where we will be broadcasting on location at selected events, exposing new and exciting adventures to stimulate your desires. Topless Travel brings the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples so you can explore the possibilities, and I mean all types of possibilities, while on vacation. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to get in touch with yourself or your couple, to build relationships or make new friends, or simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. So, are you looking to party and travel with sexy, fun, and open-minded people? Getting together with compatible couples while on vacation creates lifelong friendships and lots of great memories. On today's show, we're going to be talking to Topless Travel's premier host couple as they share their stories about their jobs as hosts and facilitators, creating parties everywhere they go. Not only do they bring people together, they make everyone feel welcome and part of the group. They sure do. But before we get into the show, let's take a moment to talk about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leakproof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy on Amazon. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P Waterproof Blanket. And order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. And so does today's show. This is the Topless Travel Show and we are Carol and David and are so thrilled to bring you the very first episode of our new adventures with the Topless Travel Group. We thought it would be great to start off with an episode we recorded earlier this year during our 89-day stay when Topless Travel came to Hito to party hardy. That's when we got to meet Topless Travel's premier host couple, Chelsea and Mark, for the very first time. We hung out a lot together and we got to know them quite well. The interview we did with them had so much great information, it's worth a repeat listen. Especially those stories were about Chelsea's butt plug and her pool parties and how 700 guests off the Bliss Cruise invaded Hito for the day. Listen up, you're going to love it. We're so excited to welcome today's iconic guests. We have Chelsea and Mark, a host couple from Topless Travel Group, who are here at Hito this week. You'll recognize Mark's voice. He's the one who's usually on the microphone at the DJ booth, keeping the party going day and night. Absolutely. All right. Chelsea, Mark. Hello. 
How's it going? What's up, everyone? <laughs> oh, there's that voice. Welcome to. Um, I know we're us. doing it um, yeah. at lunchtime because you guys keep the nude pool rocking all afternoon, and uh, there might even be a catamaran cruise. So, before we get into what you do, how has your lives, and we can start with Chelsea, changed? this past year with respect to COVID and oh, the wow. two of you together, yeah. traveling, sex, um, what's changed? Uh, definitely with the new COVID restrictions, people are a little more reserved, I believe, when you go to approach them and talk and chat. But I have to say here in Hito, everybody is respectful and everybody wants to greet and meet everybody. It's like uh, it never hit over here. Mm. I have to say um, more going out and trying to meet people you know with the lifestyle i think has gotten a little harder like dating yeah um respectful to um meeting new couples now between you and mark um are you doing um that covid sex where you only do a doggy style or reverse <laughs> cowgirl so you maintain that physical distance yeah <laughs> no definitely not now, what about that double-ended dildo that oh you have? yeah 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 <laughs> have, that'll work yeah that'll work too that i mean strap on Yes, I've definitely been using strap-ons, not on Mark, but definitely on uh, the Thanks ladies. Thanks for clarifying that. I appreciate you. <laughs> yes, that definitely on the ladies that I have been. physical distancing. Definitely yeah, one I of guess. my favorite things. Carol he is stays far away when she has her strap-on. Yes. That's going to be physical distancing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I hide. Carol is rolling her eyes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Mark, what has changed for you? No, um, definitely things are, are a little different. I think people also live differently now. I think that um, I think when it comes down to things, I think that... Um, I mean, just from my experience doing this for six years, I think this past year definitely has made it so people live every day like it's their last, which makes you more open-minded. I think in, in those moments when you sit at home and you realize, you know, the world right now is, that we live in is very different. I think that um, it makes people a little more open-minded. I know for me, when I, I had, uh, you know, some months off there, instead of my home, just wondering, you know, when's this going to get going again? Because I was anxious to do stuff again. Um, you know, just being around the happy people is the way yeah. I say it. The lifestyle yeah. is just about being open-minded. And then, yeah, the way that people act and the way they treat you here is like no other place in the world. I mean, that's just how it is. You know, lifestyle, people, you can tell who are lifestyle yeah. just by the way they treat everyone. And that's what love and respect. It doesn't matter your race, your age, your color. Uh, I mean, you know, how, how much money you got and how little money you have, it doesn't matter. But it's, have, it's, have you, yeah. Were you guys together since last March? No. no, so yeah, uh -huh. we actually met in uh, in July, uh -huh. actually uh, at one of the places that we actually work at in Florida. So yeah, right. We know you guys host at Secrets, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And and so how cool is that? That during a pandemic, you guys meet, fall in love, and now you're a couple. That's yeah, amazing. Well, dating alone during the pandemic had to be hard, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I, but what did you do alone? Did you masturbate a lot? <laughs> Thanks a lot, David. That was. I wish that question came from Carol, not you. Just kidding. Um, okay, wait, wait, hold on, wait. Go ahead. Mark, did you? Oh, see, that was, that was better. That was better. See, now I'm like, yeah, Carol. <laughs> no, um, no, I just during that time there was a lot of confusion. I just, mm -hmm. you know, when it come down to it, because I was actually here in Jamaica when the pandemic hit, mm -hmm. and I had a large group, and and uh, that week was a very, it was a different week. Mm. Because back home, you know, we are getting all the messages from family, are you okay? Yeah. You don't know what's going on here and all this. And, uh, you know, coming back now, it seems like it never, I mean, I'll be honest with you, it never happened. We're in the heto bubbles the way I can yeah. I consider it. I mean, yeah, numbers right now are less just because of the restrictions, but right. people are coming back. They're coming yeah. back in herds and they, they want to be back. Yeah. You know, this is home away from home. Yeah. And so, yeah. I always say swingers are diehards, you know. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to let anything stop them. That's the thing. So, Mark, tell us a little bit about your journey into this entertainment world, being at Topless Travel and <laughs> on the Bliss Cruise and, of course, with Secrets Hideaway. Gotcha. And Hito. 
Yeah. No, it, it's, it's been an interesting whole deal. Um, I always get asked how I got into this. Um, just being who I've been my whole life. I was outside the box just trying to figure out what would work. Um, got put on uh, a cruise ship, big lifestyle cruise called Bliss Cruise. Um, as a host couple, not knowing how to do a pool party, but just always the light of, like the life of the party. So I had asked to do pool parties on there the first time I got on and just went from there. And when and, was that? Oh, sh- so was that the first one, the yeah, couple's what, cruise five in and a half, six years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, was, wow. 2012? That was the first couple's cruise. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy, it's been yeah. forever, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. um, couple's cruise, we were actually just on there. It was mm-hmm. weird, because I wasn't working it. Yeah. Um, but then when Bliss started, that's when we started our whole okay. journey in this whole later, thing. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but um, yeah, I mean, how, how did I find it? Happenstance, just being who I've been, you know, I grew up in a very sexual. And this is your full-time job? Yeah, we do uh, events all over the world, and we're here in Jamaica once a month. Um, yeah, and then we're also down at Secrets Hideaway uh, two weekends a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in, uh, how do you say it, honey? Kissimmee. There you go. That's from Florida. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, we're there. We're there two times a month, which is a very unique environment, just like Hedo. Uh, but there's no place like Hedo. Straight up, there just that isn't. Is um, as far as being open, having the beach, the atmosphere, you know. Um, so yeah. But you just started saying that you grew up in a very sexually open. Well, no, just suppressed. I mean, I grew up in a very suppressed. Um, neither my mother or my father really talked about sex, and I never really saw passion or love in their relationship mm-hmm. and they said they loved each other but there was never any sort of um outward mm-hmm. you know in front of us kids mm-hmm. and so i was kind of wondering you know growing up of how things are supposed to be when you have examples of that i had yeah you know and and i always thought there was different and uh and yeah. today are your parents together yeah no no okay no but that yeah. was <laughs> so if you had to describe the skill set that you have as a host what would you say it takes to be a really good host genuine mm-hmm. I thrive to be the same person I'm every single day I thrive when I'm here the people know what they're gonna get by being here when we are here but do you call yourself funny like David thinks he's funny do you what? call yourself what? funny I he's know definitely I'm funny, funny. My, my, my thing is this I, I, I'm different when I say I'm different <laughs> yeah. people initially when they see me especially when I hope my mohawk up or whatever right. their first initial reaction is like who in the hell is that guy uh-huh. <laughs> and then after they see me for a minute notice that I'm just kind of in my bubble just partying it's contagious, you know. If I can make everyone here have a good time and and smile, and more than anything, I, it comes down to couples and singles. I mean, there's a spot for everyone here, mm-hmm. but to make them closer, that's I mean, that's why but I do is, what I do. Is it different being the head, the entertainment of a bunch of naked people. <laughs> it's funny when when I realize my office is a bunch of naked people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, no. Um, uh, constantly, you tell me he's like he's like, can you believe this is what we do for a living? And I tell him, I said, it's amazing. Right. It's amazing that we get to bring the sexy lifestyle to others and give them the best vacation of their lives. Mm-hmm. And like people like you, you know, around us who have um, other guests that you know say that they cried when they left because they didn't want to leave. People that get married here, you know, the amount of people that this is their home away from home yeah. but this is you know to hear that we give them the experience mm-hmm. of a lifetime okay mm-hmm. you know that sounds great and it you know we had tears on a couple of other shows but i'm gonna go sideways here like i do on some <laughs> of our shows and we were at the nude pool and saw you with a butt plug yes <laughs> oh goodness how yes. about if you tell us about that story and how you came about to being comfortable being on the side of a pool in front of a whole bunch of people yeah. sticking something up your butt. <laughs> I will say I was 
and he'll probably vouch for me. I was quite reserved okay. when we first um, got together. He was telling me about like what he does and everything, and I thought that's amazing. But I don't know if I could do hold it. On, hold on, hold on. I've known we've known Mark for a long time. He's never put anything up his butt. No, 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 definitely not. And he thanks still for doesn't. clarifying that, David. I appreciate but, you. But I was definitely more reserved when we first got together, um, and I didn't know if I could. And so we did some trials over in Florida, and then I came down here in back in September of last year. I found myself. Wow. I'm not. I'm. You found I'm, that defining moment. Yes. Uh, so. I have to say, coming here, knowing that we were going to be on the nude side, and I said, okay, so we have to be nude all the time, and that's not true. Right. It's not true. You come to dinner, you come to breakfast, lunch, you put on your clothes, but I have to say, the first time going down to the nude pool, being free, being completely un- inhibited. uninhibited, and feeling just sexy about my body, about where I'm at, I mean, this place is gorgeous. You can't come here and not just feel like it's paradise, and... Uh, I will say I, I found my sexuality completely here. Okay, so Chelsea, you're not running for office. You did not answer the question. <laughs> I love the it. The first time that I put a butt plug in <laughs> was actually in Florida. Um, I did that there in, in Secrets, and uh, it was just one of those little tricks. He said that it's so sexy, you know, what you do. He's like, how would you feel about doing it poolside? And it was one of those things, fuck it, yeah. I'm going to do it. And I... I felt empowered. I felt yeah. sexy and owning it and a kink that, you know, some people kind of like to want to hide. And I got to show it off and it became a hit. So we came here the first week. I don't think we did it. The second time when we came in October, I, I actually asked, I said, would it be OK? Because mm. it was such a hit there. I would love to do it for the people here. And, uh, and do you get turned on when you do it? Does yes, your pussy get yes, wet? Yes, really? I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm already getting so uh, excited no, over she, here. She's talking about in her it. seat, yeah. I have to <laughs> say. I want to see you have an orgasm with a butt plug in your ass. I can do that. Okay. I can do, We yes. brought out the vibrators before and, and touched the vibrator to her butt plug at the pool. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's almost instantaneous. Well, one, it's about the voyeurism, people mm. watching me, yeah. that yeah. turns me on. Yeah. That, you know, something I didn't even know that I had. We're exhibitionists too. Yeah. And yes. Having yeah. people watch us turn us and, on. And honestly, I think it's not just the sexual act. It's the act of showing off Yeah. Um, that really turns me on. So I, I want to I wanna just stop for a second and compliment <laughs> you because you. we're just talking about vibrators. Mm-hmm. And we saw you yesterday being a very compassionate woman. And we know there's a single woman here who's going through a really hard time in her life and didn't quite know what to do. And you almost became her buddy yesterday. Mm -hmm. And you took her one-on-one and you were in the pool and you had a vibrator and you ended up getting her into that moment. And then you went into the playroom. Just talk a little bit about what went on. So, yeah, single female here. um, I don't really want to put her story out there, but issues. Um, coming here to find herself Mm -hmm. and I think that's very noble and honorable Um, yes it is and I came into this lifestyle as a single person so I can feel for her I understand her I have you know complete empathy where she's coming from and finding yourself well some of us when we're new don't want to put it all out there and it's her first time here she's never been naked in public yes and uh I think she's thoroughly finding herself and it's but it's nice to have a buddy. It's nice to have someone the confidant that you can express yourself or ask questions, especially being here alone. You can either get um, overwhelmed, you know, by everybody, but I think it's an amazing thing to become friends with her and just talk and get everything out. So, what did you guys do? 
Oh, yes. Uh, we uh, made out in the pool. Uh-huh. Things got a little steamy. And the jets. I saw the jets and I saw oh, a wand. Yes. Yes, we were there all was watching, a so you're for sure you were being an <laughs> exhibitionist. Yes. Uh, so instead of um, being fully out in the in the thing, she was getting a little nervous. Okay. Um, some people had it approached us, and she said, you know, I'm just a little more reserved. I said, so, you know, knowing that, which I like someone that's verbal. I like someone that communicates what their needs are or what their desires are. Um, so we moved to the playroom, and she felt completely comfortable. And, yeah, we had a lot of fun. I put the strap-on on. Uh, she said she wanted to try it. Never done that before. And it was amazing. It was amazing. And it both of you walked out glowing. Yes, yes, <laughs> we did. We both had. I was a little more dominant in that one. And then um, she found herself and finished me off. Oh, there you yeah. go. And did wow. she actually oh, yeah. have an orgasm? Yes, she did. Nice. She had a uh, two. Beautiful. So, Mark, I was going to ask you what your favorite part of the job is, but I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, we just heard it. <laughs> well, but isn't isn't that what it's about? Is knowing your crowd. I mean, you you don't fuck and and play with every couple who's no. out there, but you found someone who just needed a friend, mm-hmm. and um, we know that she wasn't into um, really. Um, doing anything in particular, but mm-hmm. you you were actually holding her in the pool. You had her in your arms, mm-hmm. and it was like you were just you were just one embracing her. Yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, very very nice. And it was definitely it was like I st- we talked about dating a little bit earlier. You know, just getting to know someone. Um, and there was no intentions. There was no uh, anything coming into it that I expectations. Um, and you just read people like just just every day everybody else who gets to know people well you definitely made a connection with her and I'm sure she's going to remember it Mm -hmm. forever yes I hope so there's so much to talk about (laughs) there is Mark we're going to talk talk to you about a whole bunch of stuff after but we're going to stay with Chelsea for a minute okay and now that we've spoken about um, the butt plug the strap on (laughs) the wand oh we got to bring up the the, uh, the butt plug though real fast so you can understand the reason why we did this butt plug I've never done any sort of anal or butt plug stuff at the pool before ever until Chelsea and I've been doing this for six plus years Um, when we met each other and the first time we were actually having sex we're mid-fuck, no joke, mid-fuck, and she goes, you want me to put my butt plug in? <laughs> and I had a hard enough time getting my dick in her vagina to begin with, so when it come down to this whole butt plug wait, thing, Wait, wait, because? She's just a tiny little... Uh, there you go. She's a tiny little, little oh, sexy okay. thing. Yeah. My tiny little... <laughs> she <laughs> has a small... Vagina. Uh-huh. Pussy. Amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it Anyways. just envelops your cock yes. when you put it in. Man, the way you say that... So Once again, Carol, you say that okay. next time. I'm just how, how it envelops your <laughs> cock when you put it in. I know exactly, right? That's hilarious. The um, no, so when it come down to us, um, after she liked the whole butt plug thing, I thought we should definitely implement that into something that we do together. And so that's kind of how that. So whole wait thing a second, happened. mid fuck, she wanted to put her butt plug in. Did you allow it? Yes, okay. absolutely. I mean, you don't say no in those oh, moments. I, I mean, at least you want, unless, know, unless she wants does. to peg me and put in my, own, <laughs> no. I'm okay, but. And in those moments, it was really funny. It was, we, you know, I kind of like, okay, sure. And I'm thinking this little teeny one, of those little teeny gem ones. Uh-huh. No, the thing was, the thing was pretty massive and pretty tapered. I'm like, well, damn, okay. I like okay. anal, so there I mean, I'm go. gonna, if I'm gonna put something go up big there, or go home. Yes, exactly. I w- she worked up to it. We'll just say it took a minute to get in there, yeah. but holy shit balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Chelsea, before you were in this, you were in a different industry altogether. Yes, big time. Um, do you miss what you used to do, and is it something you're thinking about going back to, or do you want to continue in this world of sexuality? So I, I don't mind saying that before this, I was a certified surgical technologist. Uh, so half the time I was taking things out of people's asses <laughs> <laughs> instead of putting them in. And um, I loved my job. I absolutely loved what I did. I loved doing what I do. Um, so when he asked me if... I would work with him. I had to think about it. 
All right. And that's why we did a few trial runs before I quit my job. And I absolutely enjoy, just like I enjoy helping people in the surgical field, I enjoy helping people in their sex life and in their vacations. You know, I'm a people person. And I have to say that it's the most amazing feeling when people come up to us and say, you guys gave us the best vacation wow. or you guys were so sexy up there. We couldn't like help but watch. And then we had to go back to our room and finish in there. And that's giving somebody the sexual experiences mm -hmm. they really have come to want and building their relationships. I mean, some people have the most amazing sexy experiences afterwards. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's creating the sexy fun. So when we first met you guys the other day, and yes. you told us about your story of how you met, and there was that chemistry or that love at first sight or sexual energy or whatever it is that you want to account for that attraction you had, talk to us about that and that feeling when you first met. Oh, I love this With story. tears. Tears are allowed. It's all good. Yeah. You're, you, you, you want to talk? Yeah. Well, I was single for two years and wasn't looking for anything, and wasn't expected to come out and with the COVID restrictions I wasn't even supposed to be here I was gonna um, go travel so I went out that night uh, not expecting anything came early by myself to um, the place we work at in Florida um, now back then I was just a guest dancing on the floor he walked up and tried to interrupt the song and I told him excuse me sir um, could you not this is my jam <laughs> and he's like don't you know who I am and I was like well no, no. <laughs> except like, the guy who's uh, disturbing uh, my song yeah, exactly. <laughs> I run this shit and and he's like I could play this for you five times and I said no that's fine and uh, he's like who are you yeah um, I was doing a mic check it was a very interesting whole thing but, <laughs> but what, was, what about that chemistry tell us about that feeling oh, that man. I feel like when we initially saw each other right? was outside and then then inside the club is when we kind of first Cro really cross really, paths really yeah I mean we talked for just a second outside and then but I saw man. her inside the club and it was the instant chemistry attraction I mean everything wow. was we were both just kind of like you I, know I call it close to a 90s rom-com where the music's playing everything <laughs> stops around you and my gosh I, I looked at him and it was that just I don't believe in love at first sight um, I usually think that it's lust but there was that feeling where I'm like I'm supposed to know this person I'm supposed to be with this person. Did you know that rom-coms actually start off where the, the couple don't like each other? And it just is exactly what happened, I mean, right? It, it was an yes. interesting whole deal. Who are you? Yeah, exactly. You know, who are you? I, I found it interesting for a woman to put me in my place uh -huh. in the moment just because, uh -huh. I mean, when, I, when I've when i done this for so long, everyone kind of knows who I am or know of me before things. So there's like, oh, there he is. And, Not um, that you're full of yourself, Randy. No, you just know no. who you are. I just, I just, I've done this for a while. I mean, I honestly, I don't do this for anything besides that I enjoy doing it. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's not to. And I mean, social media get paid for it too. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Oh, yeah. Um, no, but like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because she jokes around. She loves social media. I'm pretty much a ghost. Uh -huh. When I say that, eh, I'll respond to all the emails and messages that come in. But as far as me posting stuff, I'm my private family life mm -hmm. when I'm home and when we're home in Vegas, and then we're here. I'm out going you know crazy all yeah. you know mm -hmm. the whole time we're here so but back to just i guess the question that you you, you mentioned when we met each other there was just the the right feeling i was single since uh january and just trying to figure myself out you know and it wasn't that i was trying to date because i wasn't looking for anyone i kind of figured you know i'm gonna be the single guy in the lifestyle that runs these events and i don't know if any woman's gonna accept me for who i am and for what i do because i thought for a while i'm gonna put myself out there on like you know, match and Tinder and Bumble and unit farmers only and black people meet and every, you know, I'm a white dude, but that's cool anyway. But anyway, um, Put it out there. I thought, you know, putting myself saying that I do lifestyle events or naked pool parties for a living that all girls were just going to go, 
You're yeah, weird. no. Yeah. He's a weirdo. This guy's just out of mm. my realm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. say. And then when I met her, it was just the way everything just connected. You know, I watched her for half the night before we, I mean, we talked a little here and there, but I was running the event. And it was a busy night. I mean, six, seven hundred people there. So yeah, he tried to flirt, and he was telling me, "Well, maybe I'll see you around." And I'm like, "If this guy's gonna walk off after we had this connection, uh, you go." So I told him, I was like, "Well, or you can ask me out on a date." Oh. You know, I I had, like I said, single for two years. I had nothing to lose. Uh-huh. You know, this guy obviously is interested in me, and we had a connection. I I wanted. To know him outside. And so what was your first impression of the Mohawk? Just tell me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you had the hawk on. Yeah. You had your whole getup. Uh, I, I don't always wear the hawk up. Sometimes, I, I mean, I'm naturally curly hair. Uh-huh. In, well, no, curly hair and humidity. Uh-huh. I put mousse in it. It goes curly. If I'm in Vegas, it's straight because there's no humidity. It's right. just Yeah, but you little. had the hawk up that I night. Did, yeah. And I just thought, who is this character? Yeah. But I also kind of understand that, you know, meeting you and you were running the, the thing that this isn't just him I, I need to know the guy outside the yeah. the job well that's what i told her i said there's more to me than just here yeah you know i thought it was really cool that there was someone that come in there that didn't had pre-notion of me you know that uh, who are you i'm like this is awesome i like this uh-huh. because some of the people i mean everyone talks you know and and work in a place like that where i'm there constantly and and did regularly you kiss? did you kiss on the first night you did in the kitchen yes uh, it was a you, mutual kind no, of No, you kissed me. All right, cool. I, and I, I, I fell into it. I, I, I was I, hoping. I, I pulled her. It was so loud in the club. It was hard to talk to her. So I pulled her back in the liquor room. And we still had bar backs going back and forth. So I'm like, we can't have any privacy. So I brought her in the yeah, kitchen. That you really wanted to and get And then to uh, in the kitchen, I said, okay, tell me about yourself. Like, who are you? Like, you know, and she told me about her job, this and that. And she'd been single for two years. I'm like, I had my right, shit together. Well, <laughs> this is me. Been single since January. I do these lifestyle events for work. I'm just the genuine, I mean, I, I try to be genuine. I try to, what you see is what you get. I do have two little boys that are home, and it's not just me that I'm looking for. I'm looking for, mm-hmm. you know, a family. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for, for more than that. And uh, she right away said, well, take me on a date. Let's, let's do this. Let's see. And when she met the kids, I mean, everything just lined up, you know. Yay. Beautiful. Wow, Beautiful. that's we're, great. You know, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, um, we're going to get into um, your first fucked. Wow. Yeah, let's just take a quick break. Just remind everybody, we are Carol and David. We'll be right back after we hear from one of our sponsors. We've got more stories from Chelsea and Mark coming up. All right. Let's talk about topless travel. You know we've been talking a little bit about them already on the show. But if you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply must book with topless travel. From Hito 2 in Jamaica and Desire in Cancun to all the Bliss Cruise experiences, topless travel needs to be your number one choice. Their trips and events are all about the people and their sexy, fun experiences. And let's shout out to all those sexy host couples, including Chelsea and Mark, who are there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. You'll find us on many of the amazing topless travel trips, but listen up. The one we're really looking forward to is the Sexy Silver full takeover event at Desire Pearl from October 16th to 23rd, 2022. We're going to be there broadcasting live and rooms are selling out quickly, so book now. Come and join us for a week. We'd love to meet you. And for more information about this trip or any other event, go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the Topless Travel Events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Alrighty, we're back. We are Carol and David, and we've been having a great, intimate discussion with <laughs> Chelsea and Mark. Yeah, did you hear what he wants to ask you? He wants to ask about your first fuck. When was that? How quick after? Here with, we go. With us two? Yep. 
uh, was, that Thursday. So we met we, we, Saturday. We, we got to explain the night, though. It was really funny. Oh. So that night at Secrets, right? Yes. I find, uh, <laughs> first of all, the hotels are generally always packed or sold out when we're there. Uh, there happened to be a couple that had left earlier that day where I was able to get into their room. So I was able to get a key from the front. We, we went in the room, and we just kind of made out. And they're just like, well, it's that time of the month. And mm-hmm. she goes, I'm not really comfortable, but pull down your pants. I want to give you a blowjob. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's going to town. I'm like, this is unbelievable. And I don't know how in the hell I'm not going to fuck her right now. This is like, because <laughs> I'm turned on like no other. And I just try to get away from people because I just want to have intimate I wanted to get to know her away mm-hmm. from everything. And it wasn't, I mean, of course, we both had the attraction thing going, but the chemistry was just flaring. And, you know, then all of a sudden it comes down to the Thursday when I when we, when we went out. You came to my house. Yep. Mm-hmm. The you date drove was all at your the way house? Down. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Gotcha. It was late. He had, you, you were down visiting in Florida. Yeah, you had was, to work that weekend. Yeah. I had kids and, in town and I had mm-hmm. some friends that were watching them. Yeah. Um, so I went down there on that Thursday night, the night before I'm supposed to go into work, and uh, went down to her house. It was about midnight you show up. Yep, you're right. And, and I had butterflies in my stomach. You know the craziest thing over. is this, and we've never really talked about this either. This is no. crazy. Um, as far as the after, I show up to the house. It was so instant. I'm like... It, Park the car, park the jeep, walk inside the, uh, her house. I instantly. We literally talked for. You ripped his clothes yeah, off. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I I kissed him. I was so excited for you to be there, and. It was wow. just a yeah. It was kind of undressed while we're saying you're doing good. Da, da, da. <laughs> and it, it, it honestly, it had honestly for me sexually been a while. Um, I had I hadn't done anything for a while, so I was really thoroughly excited to have one a, a gentleman come over uh-huh. to my house, mm-hmm. but two one that I was so sexually attracted Turned to and wasn't able it. to the uh, first night. It was funny because we were, we were dirty talking for about an hour and a half as I was driving down to yeah. her place. And by that point, we were so ready to roll. <laughs> Walk in the mm-hmm. door. Just, it's it, amazing how it just things happen. And then the next morning when we woke up, it just, yeah, just crazy how that, you know, because honestly doing this all the time, one of the questions I do get asked, sex drive. How's the sex drive? Oh, yeah. You know, are you... By being around this all the time, are you um, immune to it? Immune, yeah. yeah. The answer is actually not. Uh-huh. Um, I've been doing this for a long time, but I mean, as far as parties, but I've been lifestyle for like 12 years. So when it comes down to seeing, like she, like yesterday in the pool, for example, like you mentioned earlier in the show, uh, her making out with another woman in the water. I, I was DJing. And I was watching this, and I instantly got hard. I saw you watch. So when it comes, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't thanks, see your erection. Hey, thanks, David, for. Uh, Taking notice. <laughs> yeah, Kara, once again. You, you were so excited. You came out and you're like, look what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so th- those things, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the new adventure that we have yeah. and just the chemistry, the love. And uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun to grow and, and experience And so what's the advantage of doing this job together as a couple? It must be a lot more fun <laughs> oh. than being single. <laughs> well, I'll answer this one. I've done it single for, for a while um, with my ex. Uh, a lot of time I was by myself here. Um, a lot of time I felt lonely, I guess you'd say, because you see everyone else is so happy. Now, there's still a spot for the singles in the lifestyle. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I was very truthful and faithful to my ex. So when I come down to these events, I'd always say what was going on. But I always, like, when I would go back to the room, I was like, I'm yeah. that single guy. I'm the mm-hmm. guy by myself that I am married that I'm going to, you know. And so it was a really interesting thing for me. And running the event, you know, Definitely a lot more sexy stuff happens when Chelsea's with. I will say that because women just get more comfortable. You know, uh, the the first pool party we did here. Um, Is it last September you're talking about? No, uh, just this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, she did a strap on with you know a hot chick here, and it was it was crazy, and everyone was just in shock of that was going on, That's and fine. so. 
when it comes down to gen- gender, like I said, amazing. Everybody who was on the beach <laughs> even looked up towards yeah. the pool because we heard what was going on. Yeah, yeah. it's um, you know, in those moments, it's, it's fun and exciting. It's uh, this whole new uh, breath of fresh air, and uh, our whole thing is just trying to make connection. I guess that's the whole thing. Yeah, for us, um, it's fun doing pool parties, but ultimately, we we always kind of judge ourselves off the pool of how the vibe is. Okay. You know, it's not really of, oh, how many people fucked at the pool or right. how many right. jobs right. or right. that. It's more of the connection. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's fun as a couple because the things that happen to each of us maybe, you know, separately, like me doing the strap on and you watching or me oh. making out with a female and you watching, it's a turn on, mm-hmm. you know? And then sure. sometimes we get back to the room and I mean, we're <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Cause I mean, we, I may have never have done anything with him at the pool, but we had had, I had, had a sexy experience yeah, and absolutely. going back to the room, I, I'm, I'm ready. And, and I want to just go back to one thing that you said yeah. that, you know, Chelsea gave you like the most mind blowing blow job the first time oh, you man. guys were together. It was crazy. But I got to challenge you on that because Carol gives the most amazing blow jobs. <laughs> so right. I I'm up for the challenge. Blow job off. All right, Carol, under the table right now. We'll continue the show. <laughs> we'll be back in a second. <laughs> Chelsea doing me and Carol. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Oh. You your second. <laughs> and, then, and then we're on the mics, right? Wait, you're, you're setting yourself up for this test. <laughs> for sure. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got it. Oh, yeah. My idea. <laughs> All right, so, let's, let's get into something serious Yeah, here. no, cool. listen, I had a question for you guys. Like, for example, as naked entertainers, like, do you get people who, you know, maybe are not respecting or are getting consent from you that might think you're Touching fair game? Touching without asking? Not yeah, often, but... Okay. For us, we've had to set our own rules and our own boundaries because yeah. I've done this for a long time where, you know, you'll have that girl or that, you know, even guys sometimes, you know, that are bi. I'm a straight mm-hmm. dude, but you never know, you know. Mm-hmm. People are very respectful in this, in this environment. Of course, a liquid courage always yeah. makes things... Uh, <laughs> Can, can turn. Come on. But I mean, the, the same time as this lifestyle in general, is just very respectful. Mm-hmm. And then they understand boundaries and, and asking and this and that. Uh, most people are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is, you're kind of a piece of meat because you're out in the front of yeah. everyone. I can understand that because yeah. I've done this for a long time in front of a lot of people. But um, I mean, Half I'm, the time it's out of good fun though. Like uh, yeah. the fondling that happens is usually just funny. I mean, they're like, woo, look at what you're wearing or, yeah. you know. But uh, what happens if a woman grabs your cock? without asking what, what do you do, you do? laugh do you I say, do do you say it kind of uh, matters the moment I guess you could say because like I've done it I mean there's been a, some of course awkward moments when mm-hmm. you know you're gonna get put in a spot like uh but if that's I, also the thing don't put yourself in a spot you, you, you gotta make sure you watch yourself I mean mm-hmm. as far as you, you can be as dirty slut as you want or you can be as more <laughs> reserved as you want mm-hmm. um I like to have a medium you know mm-hmm. if, if things are vibing and everyone's good together I'm I mean, we can get things going where it's, you know, crazy fun for not just the, the ladies, but the guys are also involved as well. We've done stuff like that as well. And Chelsea, do you ever have another woman come up to you and touch your tits? Or oh, yeah. Put your fi- their finger in your pussy without oh, yeah. asking? Oh, yeah. I've had, well, I haven't had a finger in my pussy, but I've definitely been groped. And um, I, I got kissed one time by a girl out of nowhere when, who had just gone down on someone else. Oh. And I was just like... Yeah. Whoa. But but when that happens, like I said, it's always been liquid courage. But you just say no, no, no. And when that happens, I'm like, oh, excuse me, sorry, no. Right. And they're like, oh, usually they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize what I was doing. You know, I've never because the fantasy was in the head, and then they find themselves actually kissing you. (laughs) And and it's never been anything that has crossed a line. Um, but we are entertainment. We're there to have a good time. We're there to make fun for people. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're not always on 
for everybody. Right. <laughs> so Chelsea, you did have like a traumatic experience in your marriage, which mm-hmm. caused some judgment and some shame. Can you talk to us about that? Yes, I, I was previously married before the lifestyle and it was definitely, I was very repressed. I had some fantasies that I wanted to play out. Um, I was interested in girl on girl play. Um, I tried to finally ask, you know, how, and, and when you're with someone that you don't know how they feel about something, you're always going to be nervous. Um, I think in any situation. So I, I came to him and ta- told him he had had threesomes before in college and stuff. So I felt like it would be an okay thing to ask. And when that happened, I got told that I was a lesbian, that I was going to ruin our marriage. You know, I was going to leave him for a woman. And Did you tell him you were having fantasies about being yes. with another woman? Yes. Just a fantasy. Oh, Not yes. Even, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that I would like to try. Wow. Yeah, okay. And because, you know, he has had that yeah. fantasy been played out yeah. and he said he enjoyed it. So I yeah. thought, what would be the harm in asking? Sure. And when that happened, I felt very shamed. Um, and, and I didn't appreciate that so coming here and being single that's what I did I, I went and found myself and was that a catalyst for you leaving that yes man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As your there, were, it, there were some other situations you know our marriage wasn't great but I thought maybe sexually we didn't have a great sex life um, and I, I will say that I wanted more and when two people don't coincide in certain things I believe that it it's just it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I took the steps to find mm-hmm. myself. I stood up for myself and I said, you know what? I deserve to be happy. And so do you. We obviously want different things besides the sex. But, the, you know, that's that's a big thing to me. And yeah. I think it's a big thing in anybody's relationship yeah. to have a fantastic sex life and, you know, do sexy experiences together. And I believe it's it's brought us closer together. So I'm, I'm so happy that I went and left the relationship. Now, do you think women are empowered when they're able to and free to express their sexuality? Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Especially in a place like this where there's judgment free. Yes, definitely. Oh, my gosh. To be able to come out of your shell. I mean, if it's something as small as taking your bra off, you know, and walking the beach or something as big as um, full swapping. Um, or putting a dildo up your ass yes, or whatever yes, you are doing. I mean, or just watching. Yeah. Something as simple as seeing other people enjoying themselves mm-hmm. can make you feel so empowered mm-hmm. and just to feel like a woman, you know, to own my sexuality and for anybody else to own their sexuality after usually growing up, we're told, don't touch yourself. Yeah. You're not supposed to enjoy sex. I think it's so rewarding to be where I'm at now in this judgment free zone where everything's acceptable and whatever works for you is uh you know comfortable beautiful all right mark your turn you've been doing this you said six years you've been in the lifestyle longer than that mm-hmm. now you're a host you're you're an icon right mm-hmm. you know you you control four thousand people on the bliss cruise you were talking about thousands of people at secrets over here there's 500 people in the nude pool do you feel like you're a role model in the lifestyle yeah you know <clears throat> the lifestyle's changed my life and so I try to give back when it comes down to it. Um, and it's more just being happy. You know, when it comes down to lifestyle, what is lifestyle? It's being open-minded. You know, you have different, a lot of different terms when it comes down to these, these things. You hear swing, you hear nudist, this and that. Lifestyle is just being open-minded. You go into a place where you can be who you want to be and you're okay with people doing what they want to do within the confines of what they have going on. So, you know, just communication and all that for sure. I mean, when it comes down to doing this, uh, Although I've been in it a long time, I feel like I'm brand new doing it again. Because mm. when it comes down to us, we have our own rules and own. I want people to be happy. You know, I want I want it to. I want the lifestyle to bring what it's brought to me, and to my family. 
And, and do you uh, check yourself sometimes? You think, well, I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't do this because I am a leader or an ambassador or a role model, as David I definitely saying. have people that check in on me. <laughs> uh, I come up with a lot of weird games uh, and fun. It's more just interaction of people, and I've got sponsors by a diff- bunch of different toy companies. So when it comes down to it, it's all just having a good time, you know, and, and it's never to call someone out or, or shame or anything like that. I think that's one of the coolest things about the lifestyle is mm-hmm. all walks of life. I have so many women... I mean, I've done this for years and years. When it comes down to it, so many women say, well, I couldn't go to a place like that because I've had four kids or, I, you know, I have, you know, marks on my stomach or, you know, I'm overweight or this or that. Like, I won't fit in. It's not the case at all because when everyone takes their clothes off, no one cares. We're all just here to have a great exactly. time. And, and that's the so empowering for women yeah, in general. Is, I mean, for yeah. us guys, us guys are pretty easy going as far as it goes. The girl says, hey, you know, not want to do something, <laughs> we're down. But when it comes down to it, it's just the empowering for women in just general. Um, they've been so suppressed and yeah. I feel like the lifestyle makes it for, for women is to, to, to have sexuality and to be okay and comfortable mm-hmm. and you know if they, they're bisexual or bicomfortable or whatever they feel like mm-hmm. doing they can explore those fantasies with their partner mm-hmm. or by themselves you know so just yeah. exposing their scars or, or their faults which they, they think is a fault and they realize it's so empowering many, in its own and right? they realize so many other people have the exact same do you and when it's like that issues, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely you do I do you have a few of those issues yeah oh, mm. <laughs> Um, we're all our worst enemies. We're all so critical of ourselves. Yeah, That's the problem. But here, I feel like we all love our bodies here. Mm-hmm. I There's mean, no, no matter what. Right? Yeah. No, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing to... When you, when, I, when you take it off here, you're really taking it mm-hmm. off. You're mm-hmm. taking off the judgment. You're taking off the fear. You're taking off the repression. And you're owning it. And right. it's and taking amazing. Taking off that mask. Yeah. Like you were saying, the, the real you right? is coming out. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. I really like that a lot. So now, well, I guess this should be for Chelsea. Because now that you're in this new world, which mm-hmm. I call a new world. It's away from the, the medical industry and the very strict uh, way of living. Do you feel you're a different person outside the lifestyle community? Like with your friends and family back home. Poor vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla friends and family. That's mm-hmm. what I mean by back home. Um, do you think you act differently now? I, I, I'm i actually very open <laughs> with my mom. I'm, I'm actually very open with my mom. She knows what I do. She knows what I'm into. I've confided in her because I didn't want to hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, Does she know the trauma that you went through with your husband when yes. the time, when, at the time when oh, it was yes. happening? Mm-hmm. So yes. she understands that you were looking for a threesome. Did you talk yes. to her about that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I came out to my mom and told her everything. And But I will say that, that comfortability doesn't go to all walks of life. Uh, I definitely, with friends, I, have, I still have a vanilla profile. I still have, you know, where I don't post uh, the sexy photos or the the other content you know I, I save it for our couples account and I'm very particular about who I friend allow friends on um, but hiding it not so much I, I, I share what I do and if people want to look it up that's mm-hmm. fine but I'm I'm not very boastful of it I'm, right. I don't throw it in people's face I'm still very reserved in that of mm-hmm. my content mm-hmm. um, but letting people know what I do I, I'm pretty comfortable I gotta say we're probably the same we, we don't go around saying hey we're swingers we do this yeah. and that but if someone asks well, of course, we're not shy. We're we not ashamed of it. We we'll answer the questions, but we don't go around telling yeah. everybody. What about, about you, Mark? It. Yeah, exactly. Outside of our little community that's all about the lifestyle yeah. and the events, when you're in your um, regular world, do you have people who don't know that what you do? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, we have vanilla friends and neighbors and this and that throughout uh, Vegas. Uh, I've also coached Little League Baseball with my kids. People always wonder why I'm so happy and why this and that. And then uh, they ask questions. 
you know, because they're curious. I think a lot of people nowadays are curious. You know, you hear it on TV and um, the radio and right. internet. You know, um, it's a little more mainstream than it's ever been before. And I've been hearing this whole, cur- like, seeing it happen, yeah, you know, after the years. Kind of. And um, yeah. I think nowadays with there's been so many suppressed, especially women, just in general. I say women because I think they've always been shamed upon masturbating mm-hmm. or this mm-hmm. or that or, or liking their bodies or liking mm-hmm. women or feeling women are sexy. Mm-hmm. And, and now I feel that people are looking for that, that extra, you yeah. know, and... You know, uh, within the confines of a relationship, you can still have fun with someone else as long as you communicate in the high and have rules and boundaries and, and understand where that, those lie. So, yeah. And what about your boys? Have you told them what you do for a living? Uh, Are they, they at an age that well, they could understand? It's kind of funny. They're 13, 11. Um, the answer's not not explicitly or okay. nothing like that. Yeah. D- dad and mom, I mean, dad and shmom is what we call them. Yes, <laughs> dad, dad, dad and shmom. Uh, we, do, uh, we do pool parties. They don't yeah. know it's clothing option. They okay. know it's naked. They know where we work. We they still don't let know, the children be children. You know, yeah. yeah, it's not their time. No. But but one thing I do teach is love's love, and, and you need to, you know, love the person you're with. And, yeah. and I think it, this is just personal when it comes down to it with my ex. We didn't show as much compassion or... PDA, public mm-hmm. display of affection, in front of our, our kids as, as I think you should, mm-hmm. you know. And with us being together, well, I mean, you know, they know that yeah, the dad, dad loves mom and yeah. things are good and, you know, makes them happy. It also makes them interested in girls, yeah. which has been a very interesting thing because they're going through the whole puberty phase. And mm-hmm. so for us, it's, it's been it's been it's been fun. It's been uh, exciting. But when, when it comes down to teaching them. There's not. There's no shame, yeah. you know. But but be if, open if, and all. If they stuff, ask so. us when they're older, if they ask us, I don't. I don't think we would shy away from. Oh no, absolutely not. Because we don't want them to feel sexually right. there, repressed there, either. There, there's an appropriate. Yeah, there's an appropriate time for all that. And I everything is age appropriate. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, we came out slowly yeah. to our kids as well. Yeah. Of course, we told them we were going to naked beaches to start off with. But then, mm-hmm. you know, my daughter, who was maybe 16, I went in my closet and pulled out a sexy outfit and said, "Mom, where the fuck do you wear this?" <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Well, you know, at those naked resorts, we do dress up at night. We're not naked all day long. Yeah. That's we, where I would wear it." We've done pretty good at the back. <laughs> In, in the back of our house, we actually have a, a back room that's locked. It yeah. that keeps all the toys and all that oh, stuff. Okay. And a lot of her sexy outfits. And then we have our closet that's, that's huge. We lock when we leave. Yeah. She don't want anyone in there because those yeah. are the two places they could find sure. the extra fun and stuff. And curious minds with yeah. children, yeah. But when it, that time comes that they want to ask or you know, want to know more about sex and, you know, uh, what we do or anything in particular, we're not going to shy away from being open and honest. Cause I mean, if we're promoting the lifestyle, we want to yeah. promote that's, that's sex want, power. I want them to be and, happy and I healthy. I will tell right? you yeah. one thing when you do tell your kids, yeah. it will feel like a weight off your shoulder mm-hmm. once they are old enough to understand what it is and what is swinging, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it is because we live in such an open world where we are honest. Yeah. Once you are able to do that in your vanilla world too, it mm-hmm. feels amazing. And by the way, just stop my daughter from going in my closet ever again. Because that was the last <laughs> time she went in my closet was that I'm day. I'm not going to peek anymore. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to hear la la la, what is mom doing? Yes. You know? uh, I mean, they're much older now, of course. And uh, it's like 12 years since we've told our kids. So mm-hmm. it's a long time That's now. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, my, my family actually found out by happenstance. It was kind of got pushed on me, I guess you say. Just others said it, I guess yeah. you say. So then I had to kind of own up to exactly. I mean, I've been doing pool parties and stuff for a long time, but never really said exactly they were naked or clothing optional mm-hmm. or, or what people were doing. Because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that was necessary to tell right. certain people. Um, but now, I mean, the, the, the talks are more open. You know, and I can, you know, with with my mother, for example, uh, which is good because she can tell that we're happy and that we're together. So good. that's that's and the, it yeah. works for us, yep. and and that's what the lifestyle is supposed to be about. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. 
All right, let's switch gears a bit and talk about Hito, the 40 years it's been around, and that iconic moment when um, on the Bliss Cruise, um, we all brought 700 people to Hito for one of those most historic and memorable days ever. As Hito's celebrating their 40th anniversary at the end of this year, talking about some of the iconic moments or with some iconic guests who have been at Hedonism over the years. Since we have Mark here from Bliss Cruise, I thought it would be fun to recount the story of when 700 guests from the Bliss Cruise came to Hedonism for the day. Okay, so we were there. Harry was there. I mean, this was one of those moments in history that people said, there's no way you guys are going to pull it off. <laughs> to start with, to start with, Hedo has 280 rooms. The resort was full that week when we came in. Wow. And That's we brought crazy. 700 people off the Bliss Cruise, which had 4,000 people. How many bus loads was it? 20-odd bus loads? It was crazy. Yeah. Wow. But, but you have to imagine the percentage of people who came on this excursion from the Bliss Cruise to Hedonism. And the resort was going to have double the amount of people. And Harry was with us on the cruise, and he goes, Carol and David, can you help me with this? We said, okay, what do you want us to do? Get everybody rounded up. All right, we got everybody rounded up. We landed at um, the port. We got on the buses, and we came over here, and we're saying, where are they going to put all these people? Uh-huh. And we got here, and we were the first bus here, and instead of coming in and the main entrance on the side they had gates which we didn't know existed they opened them up describe it babe yeah mark you remember right yeah, there was, was uh amazing. what did you see there was the tall stilt people yeah they there had was like a circus ice. sacks they yeah. had a bunch of entertainers right? all waiting to greet everyone yeah. as they got off the shuttles and and i was on one of the first shuttles that arrived here and just i was in an amazement of how things were set up we've never seen well, yeah. like this before no. Well, the anticipation for this was long coming because yeah. with as much as I'm here and, and hearing the talks about how this was going <laughs> to, there's so much, uh, there's so many people wondering of how this is going to happen. Right. right. I think it's probably more the word, the, um, for us coming in, I mean, I'm like taking 700 people off the cruise ship of 4,000 people and there was only, I mean, we sold out those tickets pretty quick. Yeah. Right. Because everyone was, wanted, There was only the 20 buses either. Every, were yeah, everyone, that was yeah it. everyone wanted to go to Hedo. Yeah. Matter of fact, I was doing pool parties on Bliss and, and uh, I was able to give away uh, that day four passes, right. four couples to come here and people were fighting like no other to try to be able to come to Hedo. <laughs> wow. and, and here you have, you know, Mark and us who know Hedo. Uh-huh. We know it intimately right. and yeah. we're going, how the fuck are they going to pull this off? <laughs> and we get here, and, I mean, kudos to Harry. Right. They had a third party set up all food stations, special bars, so the Hedo staff and team could take care of the existing guests. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this, this wave, this swarm of 700 people who've never been here were coming into this Descended resort. upon it the beach, it, it was really awesome. was. It was incredible. And the smallest details were taken care of, which was there was towels for everybody. And yeah. even when it rained, and there was still towels for And everybody. then it rained again, and there was more towels. <laughs> but Mark, talk about what the nude pool looked like. It was body to body. I mean, you couldn't <laughs> you, could you couldn't really fit in. I, I got in the water for a, just a minute because I was helping run the show for everyone. When I showed up from the cruise, all the uh, 
entertainment wanted me up on the pool and, and helping out do uh, some games and whatnot. But uh, yeah, body to body in the pool. Yeah. It was unbelievable. But people were waiting to get in the water. Not, it was not like crazy. Not only was the nude pool full, the waiting pool was full, the grotto was yep. full, and the hot tub right. was full. And even the, pru- even the pool pool was yes. full. I mean, everyone yes. was everywhere. I mean, it was crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, but the way, just like you said, it was so professional the way they ran it. I know they spent a lot of money to promote, mm-hmm. you know, coming amazing. in and putting all these uh, third-party vendors down. Right. They put them down the, the uh, Prude Beach. Right. And then they also set up a big old giant entertainment center. It was right like here. a park. Yeah. It was absolutely yeah. amazing. They had a show to go on. And it was just, it was unbelievable. All entertainment staff, all Hito staff, they were all here. And all um, that Jamaican food. Like, the, it was yeah, just spectacular. Yeah, it was, it was an amazing day here. Definitely pulled off what I thought was kind of impossible when it come down to it. <laughs> Because being here so many times when the place is sold out, to seeing that I was going to bring 700 people uh-huh. here, right. I was kind of wondering of how that was going to you know happen. And, and I think it went they flawless. Left, it was awesome. They had a couple of those rooms that they left open so that they could show the rooms, I think, down by the uh, the nude side. Yeah. And they left the back door and the front door open so people could go in and actually see, because it was a, a promotion to see what the rooms looked like. And they were jammed with people. Those hot they tubs were, were filled with there people. There was people <laughs> fucking in the hot tubs. Our friends <laughs> it, were here as guests. And they ended up fucking with people who came off the cruise ship because, you know, lifestyle. People, yeah. People. Yeah. And then remember that, well, when we left, I don't know if we need to get yeah. to when we left, we had this big orgy, orgy on, the bus, on the bus all the way back, yeah. to, wow. all the, way back to the cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, and people couldn't get it all in within yeah. the time. but uh, and, and people didn't really want to leave. I mean, it was a five-hour, six-hour excursion. Right. And what they blew whistles or something when everybody had to yeah. like get back on the bus. I was on, I was on the shuttle with Harry going back, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, Hito definitely spent some good money that day on that. But he said it was completely worth it. He, he was so thrilled uh-huh. for for how it went and the, and his staff and everything. Uh, well, we we spoke to a lot of people. We did a, a whole bunch of interviews, and then the whole concept here was there's people in the lifestyle who have this preconceived notion of what Hito is. Yeah. Okay. Those of us who come here know that it is not just above camping. It is a beautiful, um, tropical, oh, erotic it's here. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. property. Mm-hmm. And Harry's goal was, okay, there's 4,000 people on Bliss Cruise. Let's see if we can bring them here to show them what a beautiful paradise this is. Especially good if you've never been here before because it was a not, not a risk. You didn't have to come for a week. You could just come for a couple hours or the day. And, and he won. He won. People, yeah. He said people got back and said how can I book how can I book because at Hito if you've never been here you don't know what you don't know and we could talk about it on our show on Hito headlines as much as you want but it is one of those places that have been around since the 70s since um, Woodstock and it has that personality that mm-hmm. look and mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. that a brand new three-year-old resort doesn't yes. have and that's what creates the, the personality, the characteristics of hedonism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but the atmosphere here is amazing. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't you don't know. Right. And until you can't you get know here. unless you come, right? Yes. That's the thing. Oh yes. And everything here's top notch. And when I say that I mean it constantly being updated, renovated, um at the same time, the food, the, the entertainment, I mean, it's on point. I mean, you get all sides of everything. And, and uh, to just add on the whole little thing, I think some people come in here or before they book, they're kind of worried. I think there's this worry thing that I'm going to go there, I'm going to get naked immediately. That's not the case at all. There's plenty of places you can be clothed. Um, but if you want to dive into something a little more... Um, Open, you can. I mean, you have all walks of life that come through the door. Yeah. And there's, and you could be as mild or as wild exactly, as you like. Absolutely, <laughs> exactly. 100%. You and, don't, you know. and Harry has made sure, Hedo, and this might sound a little bit like an infomercial, but it's so important to say, um, Hedo is like his home. Yeah. So there's no timeshares for sale. There's only 
top-notch alcohol. You don't have to pay extra for the Tito's and, and yeah. all the specialized or upscale brands of alcohol. You don't have to make reservations at the restaurants. There's no special seats for premium guests mm-hmm. or you anything like that. You can't be a VIP here because everybody is, is, is a, a VIP. VIP. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, there, there's, there's no sales pressure. There's no nothing. Mm-hmm. The only thing they want you to do is tell your friends and come back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's as simple as that. The repeaters party every Wednesday at 6 o'clock is overflowing because mm-hmm. um, the new hotel manager here, Camille, we were talking to her the other day and she's been in the hospitality business for Forever. many, many yeah. years and she cannot believe how these guests at Hedonism come back so many times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that's crazy. all we hear is how uh-huh. many times. Oh, this is your anniversary of right. the first time you came. How many times? Yeah. Oh, six years. Yeah. Begin. It's crazy. There are a couple of guests who have been here over a hundred times. Mm-hmm. hundred. That's nuts, right? Yeah. I know. I mean, that shows you that people love this place. Yeah. I'm halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, these guests are not in the industry. I got you. I got you. Dang it. <laughs> that's why we don't count. People ask us how often we've been here. I know, right? so we say lots because, you know, we don't I count because we're in the industry. Yeah. Absolutely. Guys, we're at the end of our hour. Cool. Um, I'll let each of you talk to our listeners out there and one thing that you want to tell them about coming to Hito. Chelsea, you go first. Well, my biggest thing, I, I don't drink and coming here, I don't feel obligated to do anything that I don't want to do. I love this place for how I can be who I, whoever I want to be and, any, and, and anybody can do that. Uh, you can be, like you said, as mild or wild and... I appreciate coming here and the friendliness of not only the the employees but of the pe- the guests here. And you're talking as a guest who works yeah. here as a host, mm-hmm. but you're also treated as a guest. I am. Oh, definitely. Everybody, everybody treats us with such respect and kindness. Uh, I mean, the the amount of butt bumps and fist bumps and yeah, elbow mom. bumps that we get from everybody. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it is when it feels like you do. You come home to your neighborhood where you you've been missing. Yeah. And I love that about this. New Mark. Yeah, I mean, just there's no place in the world like Hito. There just isn't. Um, I work at a lot of different places and for a lot of different things we do. And uh, this is just, when I say home away from home, when people say that, they really mean it. I mean, you walk in the door, immediately bartenders, front staff, um, everything from the kitchen to the the entertainment. I mean, everyone recognizes you and they welcome you. You know, regardless if you've been here one time or if you've been here 50, 100, you know, plus times, they treat everyone with love and respect, just like the way you'd want it. So it's very different when it comes down to that and the environment. So... Amazing. Do you want to do your iconic? Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, you want to come see us. We're here once a month. You see Chelsea and I at all Talbot Child events. We are here. Um, Some events we have over 120 uh, rooms. And definitely wanted you guys to come party with us and and see the way that we we express ourselves and the way we uh, have a good time expressing ourselves doing the lifestyle together. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Well, that's it. The end of another amazing show. Chelsea, Mark, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Right on. Thanks for listening, everyone. Our pleasure. And like Mark just said, thank you to all our listeners for being there week in and week out. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and sexual health, and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Alrighty, that's it for today's show. It's time to get naked on the beach. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex, and please Stay safe and, of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time.
Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, but you just might have the best sex ever. 